Want to remind everybody that our Bayudin's brand new book, uh, well, it's not brand new at this point, but believe you me, um, it is as exciting as a brand new book. Rabbi Yudin, a couple of years back, put out a book entitled Rabbi Benjamin Yudin on the Parsha. Tomorrow we have the privilege. Mosaic Oppressed, distributed by Feldheim, has every Parsha in the Torah in it. You could imagine, you know Rabbi Yudin from this program, you could imagine how incredible it is. And now, Parsha's Bracious, the perfect time to get it for your Shabbos table. So we are highly recommending that you have what we have and I have it with a beautiful inscription. I, I'll never forget or thank or fin, I will never stop thanking him for the words he wrote in here. Uh, Rabbi Benjamin Yudin on the Parsha, make sure to check it out and purchase it today. This time each and every Friday morning, every Arab Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomri Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Wow. Tomorrow you have the privilege of reading Parshas Bereshis. We start all over again. We start with Bereshis Bara Lokim, literally with creation. And this week's Parsha of Bereshis spans the first thousand years of creation. We learn so much about the nature of man. We learn that man resists change. Adam, the first man, is created outside of Gan Eden. And when the Torah tells us in chapter 2, Vayikach, that Hashem takes the man and He places him in the Garden of Eden. So Rashi says, Vayikach lokho bidvarim. He had to persuade him because Adam, wherever he was created, didn't want to leave. After he sins, Adam doesn't want to leave Gan Eden. And so Vayagoresh Esa Adam. We see in chapter 3, unfortunately, that rather than confront and acknowledge and admit when man does something wrong, when he's asked about, did he eat from the forbidden fruit, rather than say, yes, I'm sorry, I was weak, whatever the reason, no. He passes the buck, and so too, in chapter 4, when Hashem asks Kayim, where is Hevel, your brother? God knows where Hevel is. God gives Kayim that opportunity to acknowledge the horrific act which he had done. And what is his response? Hashomer Ochi Onochi. Am I my brother's keeper? Man running away from his responsibility. I'd like to share with you an interesting insight into the very first phrase of the Torah, Bereshis Barah Elohim, and an insight of the late Rav Shimon, Shimshon Pinkis, Zechat Sadik Levracha, as found in the Sefer Tiferes Torah. The Gemara in Megillah, Davtes Amanalef 9a tells us that Ptolemy Hamelech, the Tamai, the king, gathered 72 scholars of the Jewish people. 
He put them each in a room, and he didn't tell them why he had gathered them. And then he went to each one individually and said, Translate for me the Torah into Greek. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu literally endowed each of them with a specific, if you may, counsel, or God put, as the Gemara says, believe kol echod vi echod eitzah. Each one thought and was directed to the same conclusion that they made several fascinating changes in their translation, which I suggest you take a look at the Gemara in Megillah. The first one, which is cited there, is that instead of translating the words Bereshis Bara Elokim in the beginning of God's creating, they translated it as if it were written Elokim Bara Bereshis, that God created in the beginning. And Rashi explains, had they translated the Torah literally, Bereshis Bara Elokim, they would have taken Bereshis in the beginning to be a proper noun. They would have taken it to be the name of a deity of a god, and therefore the book begins with the necessity of teaching that God is the Creator. And therefore, for them, Elohim Borobereshis, and therefore it starts with God's name, the Bereshis, that they should not be confused and think that Bereshis as a power created God. Why in reality, asks Rav Pincus, do we not need that same idea? And he says that the Jewish people have what is known as emuna pshuta, which is not simply to be translated as simple faith, but rather as a perfect faith. Meaning, how do we know that God is the Creator? Our minds, logic dictates that if there is a watch, there had to be a watchmaker. If there is a ball suspended from the ceiling, somebody had to create the ball and somebody had to literally hang it by the ceiling. And if there is that great ball in the sky called the sun, someone had to create it and suspend it. And that someone is God. Davra Melech says, and we recite this every Shabbos and Yom Tov in the Psuki de Zimra, Hashemayim Misaprim Kivod Kale. Literally, the heavens proclaim the honor of God. The universe, with its precision, cries out and says, Tov Yotzar, God created all this goodness, Kavod Lishmo, it is an honor for Him. All of nature reflects 
not only his brilliance, splendor, magnitude. In addition, how do we know there's a creator? We know there's a creator because in the Ten Commandments, the Fourth Commandment says, keep the Shabbos. Why? Because in six days, God created heaven and earth, and He rested on the seventh. So the idea is very clearly that just as the Balhaturim, in his introduction to his commentary on the Torah, suggests several reasons, and I suggest that you look in the Balhaturim to see his different reasons why the Torah begins with a Bez and not with an Aleph, Rav Pincus suggests that the Torah begins with Bereshis and not Elokim Bara Bereshis because it is so self-evident. It's understood. It's a given that God created the world. In contrast, interestingly, when it comes to Matan Torah, there the Torah says, Anochi, the Aleph, because they are to expect that God would come and communicate to man, that God would come and communicate to an entire nation. This is something which is not exactly logical, and therefore I need the Torah to spell it out and to tell us that it was done in front of millions of individuals, and this was passed down from generation to generation. Bereshis bara Elohim, God created. And what does that mean? The Ramban tells us at the beginning of his creation, his commentary on the opening pasuk of Bereshis bara Elohim, says the Ramban, why all these narratives? Why all these different, quote, Bible stories, which we know are so challenging and sophisticated. And he says that there's such an important theme built into the book of Beratius, and that is to teach us that built into nature is that the righteous will survive and endure, but that the world itself can not tolerate evil. And that's why, ultimately, Cain is destroyed, and only Noah survives, and the rest of the generation is destroyed. And there is the door Haflaga that we're going to read next week, the generation that is dispersed. And so we read about the, in Parshas Vayera, the destruction of Sodom and Amorah. And all this to remind us that built into nature itself is God's plan for history and God's involvement in the affairs of man. So, Bereshis Bara Elohim is not only telling us that there is a God who created this wonderful world, but as we find in the fifth book of the Torah, in chapter 4, Pasuk 39, 
the Pasuk reads, V'yodato hayon, and you shall know this day. Now this is not only Moshe speaking to the Jewish people in his last oration prior to his passing, but rather each and every day. It's not enough to know, but we are literally to take to heart. What does that mean? The God is God. In the heaven and earth that He created, as we're going to read this coming Shabbos. Enod, there's none like Him. The idea is very clearly that God is involved in our lives. And this is living this emuna. It's not enough to believe that God created the world, but rather the idea is His involvement in each of our lives. And so we should recognize and realize that each and every time we pray, if we're privileged to pray in shul with a minion, when we pray at home, a person should realize that there is a direct dialogue with God. We learn this from the beginning of chapter 2 of Bereshus, that it didn't rain until man prayed for the rain. The capacity of man to have a personal relationship with God, and that God listens to the prayers of man. All this is included in this week's parsha of Bereshus. And it's true that as a result of man being banished from Gan Eden, he now has to, quote, work in order to maintain himself. But this too is couched with a strong belief that Mizonosov shall Adam Kitsuvin. The Yaman Norayim were so recently behind us, and we said at that time, how much money each and every one of us are going to earn this coming year has been already allocated. Bereshis Bara Elokim is all built in to nature, this personalized relationship that God has with each and every one of us. And don't think that you can beat the system. Don't think that God forbid if a person is going to act dishonestly in business, he's going to be able to earn more money. Not true. Ultimately, it will be taken away from him. And ultimately, he'll go for the reasons that he wouldn't want it to go in the first place. This is such a powerful idea. Bereshis bara Elokim. That God has put into nature the rules that give us that great opportunity to have each and every one of us that personal relationship with Him. And so we start the new year with the Parsha of Bereshis telling and reminding each and every one of us how important you are. That just as the first man was singular and unique 
in this world, so too no two individuals have the same fingerprints. No two individuals have the same heart rhythm. Each person is unique and most important. What you were put in this world for, nobody else was put here for. Wow! What a charge! What excitement! And therefore, I pray that all of us are going to take the lesson of the gracious Parot Elohim to heart and recognize the great potential that Hashem has given each and every one of us. Shabbat Shalom to all. J.M. and the A.M. Friday on this Arab Shabbos. My thanks to Rabbi Yudin again. And I, I mentioned that Rabbi Yudin has a book, Rabbi Benjamin Yudin on the Parsha. Tomorrow we have the privilege, which goes from Bracious to Vizos HaBracha. There's a perfect opportunity to Mosaic, a press, Feldheim uh, distribution, and a perfect opportunity to get it and to really enhance your Shabbos table with it. A uh, reminder from all of us here at J.M. and the A.M.